what? I think the Raiders were playing to get it down to either a field goal or just let the clock run out, and the Chargers took the timeout. I'm trying to process this myself. I, 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 wow. I know. I know. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the PA Turn Pod, episode number 31, a bonus episode, a, uh, an emergency episode of sorts. Uh, there was just so much that happened this past weekend that we felt the need to hop on and record today. Um, I'm Rob, joined as always by Joel. How are you? Pretty good yourself. Um, I'm all right. The dogs want to be featured on this one, I guess. I mean, it's a, it's a grandiose episode. Yeah. We have three this week. First this of three. The Seth Curry episode, number 31. Or the yes, uh, yes. Jalen Mills episode or the uh, Byron Maxwell episode. No, no, no. You have to write the first time. The Seth Curry. Fair. The good, the good Curry. curry. Um, <laughs> oh, by so the way, breaking yes. news. I am COVID free. I am negative, sir. Oh, so it's about time. They should have killed me, but I'm here. I'm back. Well, I'm I would back. have to find a replacement for you. So I, I have a hard enough time finding <laughs> finding anybody. So uh, before we get started, we got a bunch to get into. We're going to talk Raiders Chargers right off the bat. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit of week 18. Uh, we're going to take a look back at our our episode one anthology episode predictions. <laughs> well, we won't really get into like previewing them. But we'll run down all the games next weekend, Super Wild Card weekend, including a game on Nickelodeon for the second year in a row. Um, we'll talk. <laughs> we'll talk Black Monday, and then we'll do a quick national championship game TTP. Um, we already picked winners the other day, but we're gonna do it again anyway. And then we'll uh, we'll say goodbye, and then we should wrap up just in time for the game to begin too, which is pretty cool. Yeah, let's go but, Georgia. Uh, talk to me. Uh, we'll just we'll go, it, we did a cold open for once. Gross. We're gonna do a cold start. Um, Raiders defeated the Chargers last night 35 32 in what almost wound up being the greatest tie in the history of sports. <laughs> um, the tie that everybody was okay with, everybody was fine with it, yeah, <laughs> except for one nation, and that was Pittsburgh. Yeah, the nation was sweating it out. <laughs> oh, yeah, they were two seconds left, they were sweating it. They were, yeah, they really were. That was one of the weirdest. Um, like every year there's always like this needs to happen, this needs to happen, and then this team needs to happen. Not many people expected Jacksonville to beat the Colts, which would have propelled, which is what ultimately propelled the Steelers into the playoffs. And Basically. then not many people expected that game last night to actually come down to a, a tie scenario. However, uh, it was basically a playoff game. And if any of the playoff games this this playoff season are anything like what we got last night, then um I'm pretty excited to see what happens. But I hope so. That was a pretty, we talked about it before. It was a pretty even matchup as it was. They had the same record. Uh, they fared pretty well against each other the first time they played. Uh, it was an interesting game. And uh, Derek Carr and Justin Herbert last night kind of balled out. So what are your main takeaways before we dive into the uh, the big decision? Bro, this was by far the best game of the season. This rivaled uh, the opening. Uh, it was, uh, what you call it, Dallas at, Tampa, yeah, that was a fun game. That was this one was a thousand times better. Oh, yeah. We bookended the line. Yeah, we bookended the season very well. Yeah, the first game was pretty awesome, and then the last game was like Tremendous. you said, the best, the best one. Yeah, Tremendous. Um, that was better than the last three Super Bowls. Yeah, understatement. It was drama at its finest. You had everything. You had everything. Even yeah. the zebras yeah. got involved. You had the comeback. You had, you had like the hot star from one team. You had the Madden tribute. His wife was there. They left the seat empty for him. You had the hot start by the home team. The crowd was into it. Then you had the comeback by the road team. You had some questionable calls, questionable no calls. At the end, the refs kind of let him play, kind of didn't. Um, you got you got to see Derek Carr. You got to see a little bit of Darren Waller. You got to see Hunter Renfro. Uh, Mike Williams earned himself a bunch of money last night. Justin Herbert pretty much solidified himself as a legitimate potentially elite quarterback. And then the thing you got above all is the, uh, the donkey head coach for the, uh, the chargers, Brandon Staley, just they, they, both teams are ready to, uh, to, you know, take the, the bittersweet tie and Brandt, here comes Brandon Staley to piss on his own foot and, uh, 
calls a timeout in the probably the moment at, at that point everybody was pretty much fine with tying might as well get right into it everybody was fine with the tie at that moment and he just decides to piss in the wind and ruin his playoff chances and now he is uh one of all but one first year coach that will be missing the playoffs this year Damn, that would have been a story that wrote itself right there um well let's first off we're gonna pile on him a little bit but for everybody out there the internet is a cesspool and this man's already regretting it or you know it feels bad enough he'll get harassed until he can get back off there for week one of the 2022 season yeah. so he's gonna have to live with this all off season and the rest of his career if and his tenure with the Chargers, if and when he doesn't get back to the playoffs, if he yeah, until he fixes well. it, yeah, yeah. Like, how do you sell this to the fan base now? How do you sell this to your team? How do you that locker room can only imagine how that must have felt? Um, that's why he gets paid the big bucks. He's got to navigate a group of men and the fan base now with that decision. But uh, I saw the, the little press conference that he did. I saw the clip of it. Yeah, you saw it. I did. So uh, what did he, what do you have to say for himself? I'm paraphrasing it, but uh, the timeout was to bring the number one run defense package that they have that were on the sidelines because the play, the previous play, Raiders ended up running the ball successfully, which got them close into field goal range. So we called a timeout to bring that because they feared that they were going to run it again. And for whatever reason, they didn't clearly. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, the field goal happened. But uh, he wanted to bring that run defense out there to make the field goal as long as possible in case Carlson didn't miss it. So they can both get into the playoff. His mindset yeah. was yeah. win or lose. Wasn't thinking the tie, but everyone else in that stadium, including his own quarterback, including his was, own quarterback was hoping for a tie. Yeah. But, uh, hey, you live and die on your sword. Uh, you know, it is what it is. It's a mistake, but chargers played pretty well, but oh, they played great that game. But, we we've tracked them. We, if you've listened to us this far, if you've tracked how big a fan we are of Justin Herbert, and we were kind of good on the Chargers, but then they had questionable losses, even when they came down to Philly, and it was like a plus one spread. But the Chargers should be blowing this team out the water. Yeah. So they lost some questionable games. Um, they did, that was I think they lost to the Houston Texans, a blowout loss. I believe it was the Texans. It was some team that we were like, all right, I'm finished with this team. And you and I were in agreement that, all right, we're not going to pick the Chargers because they suck, but we are a big Justin Herbert fan. Yeah. And we all saw it. Everybody else saw what we saw. Justin Herbert is a phenomenal quarterback. He basically was perfect on fourth down drives. Was it four or five times this game could have been over? And he was like, nah, B, we're going to go march down this field and get these touchdowns. Yeah, I think they were five for six on fourth down, and the only one they didn't convert was when they went for it on their own, like, 18-yard line. Yeah. Um, they're definitely, they are the definition of an, of an average team because they went nine and eight. Their losses were, um, were Dallas, Baltimore, New England, Minnesota, Denver, Kansas City, Houston, and Vegas. Their wins ah. were Washington, KC, Vegas, Cleveland, Philly, Pittsburgh, Cincy, New York, uh, the Giants, and, uh, and Denver. So it looks like they went three and three in the division. They, Beat some bad teams, beat some good teams, lost to some bad teams, lost to some good teams. They are pretty much what you would expect. I think that um, Herbert is ahead of schedule, but the team is not ready for him yet. Yeah. Like the the, the spotlight's not ready for him yet, but uh, what a weird one. Uh, Carr balled out. It felt like he had more yards than he really did, but he uh, he had a great game. Josh Jacobs like was, was good. I feel like Carr, was, Carr and the Raiders were playing with house money. Yeah. Yeah. Considering what happened this season. You know, they deserve all the credit in the world. If anybody deserves to be in the playoffs, it's them. Between the yeah. Gruden thing, um, Ruggs, Damon Arnett, um, Waller was out for a little bit. Uh, I mean, your, your number one target for a little while was Hunter Renfro. And Carr, who everybody kind of figured Gruden was going to try to replace anyway. Yeah. We weren't sure if he was in love with him as, as it was. Came out, and I thought he had a really good season. Um, and it's... It's kind of sad. So what happened in 2016, they went 12 and four, finished second in the division and Carr broke his foot, I think, or broke his ankle or something toward the end of the season. Connor Cook started that playoff game and they got, he went like 18 for like 50 passing and they were terrible. So I'm excited to see Carr finally playing a playoff game. Um, Albeit he's going to be in a tough one, but it'll be nice to see him play in a playoff game. Um, 
they're going to be right back at it on on Saturday. Uh, so Fakasha or whatever Fakashi or whatever his name is, um, said. So he either hinted or somebody suggested that he would have preferred to play the Bengals instead of the Chiefs, which led to his decision to kick that field goal. Uh, it also, he also pretty much openly said that they were, you know, they had discussed taking the tie until they got the necessary yardage to kick the uh, the field goal. But um, I guess kind of just open interpretation. I guess at the end of the day, yeah, we were robbed of what would have been a glorious scoregami because it would have been 32, 32 for the first time in NFL history and a uh, potential both teams making the playoffs and both teams having to turn around and play again next week. And, and the misery that is the Steelers. <laughs> yeah, that would have been the best part of it. The Steelers would have been just as mad as the Giants were last year. <laughs> that would have been epic. <laughs> yeah, the video of Tomlin doing a little dance in the locker room would have gotten like the crying Jordan treatment or something. <laughs> but what it a was crazy... funny though seeing it. Yeah, it was cool. I like that he showed a little bit of personality. It was fun. That was definitely the cherry on top of what was a hectic week 18 um, that started with kind of a, um, with a whimper. So Saturday, oh. the uh, the Chiefs Broncos game was kind of it, it was what it was. The highlight of it was uh was Chris Fowler and Kirk Herbstreit calling it, and yeah, then the game itself highlight. kind of stunk. <laughs> it was nice for the Broncos to finally have a competitive game, especially in when they were the only team on. Yeah, I don't I don't know if they even had any um like Thursdays or Sunday nights or Monday nights this year. So it was nice to see them get a little bit of a shot. Uh, they got a chance to play with like at house money as well, but that game was nothing. We'll we'll talk a little bit more about every game on Wednesday. Yeah. We'll talk about the ones that were more consequential today. Um, and then the Eagles, of course. So the Cowboys, um, A team defeated the uh, the Eagles, like backups and children and everything. So um, Led by J.J. Arcega-Whiteside. Yeah, J.J. Arcega-Whiteside was probably the worst drop I've ever seen. <laughs> uh, Minshew played fine, but he was, you know, not really helped by anybody. The first touchdown was Tyree Jackson, a former quarterback. And then Seapost, the, the punter, shanked two punts and caused Tyree Jackson to tear his ACL. So... Damn. That yeah, one I of the punts he shanked so bad Tyree was in pursuit and he like just twisted his knee. So one of the one of the few reasons to watch before the season anyway, one of the few reasons to be interested by the Eagles outside of Devontae Smith and you know Darius Slightly like seeing guys and Hurts um was Tyree Jackson. He got hurt in training camp, I'm pretty sure. Oh, and then that is trash. And then he, you know, he got hurt, came back, and then he finally gets back in the field. He was like plus 1,600 to score the first touchdown, did it, and then tore his ACL in the same game, which is upsetting. So uh, T's and P's to him. It's actually going to be kind of sucky to not see him in the playoffs because I thought he could have played a role in the offense because Goddard is – I mean, right now there's only two guys on the team you trust to catch a pass, and that's Smith and Goddard. Yeah. Would have been nice to have another tight end in there. Richard Rodgers? Yeah, Dick Rod is still on the team. Now, the question is, who's going to throw the Philly special pass this year? Because it was a third-string tight end <laughs> when it happened. Um, I believe number two right now is uh, either Richard Rodgers or I don't know who the heck the other guy is, but uh, they do have another tight end, but I forget his name. Stoll, maybe? He's probably a primary blocker, so, so I'm not sure. Um yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Cowboys destroyed the Eagles. That was a score, Gami. Uh, Detroit ends the season on a high note. They 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 don't really play spoiler necessarily, but they beat the Green Bay Packers in a game that meant something to the to the Lions. And the Packers did start Rodgers. Yeah, and uh, you know they did. They weren't necessarily playing to win. They did start just because they don't want to have that you know the dreaded double buy. Yeah, they have a buy next week. You don't want Rodgers to go two weeks without playing, so it made sense for them to play him. Uh, but Detroit. They de- they dig deep in the playbook. Couple of trick plays. They had a good game. Nice to see them playing a win. Uh, Dan Campbell, hard. yeah, Campbell. Like we said a million times, they want to play for him. He is a guy that you want to play for. I have no issue with Detroit going all out to win that game. I don't know. You probably don't either, right? No, no, no. I love it. Yeah. Um. So the Bears and Vikings. Um. Oh my goodness. I don't know really what to say about this. I didn't see a ton of it. Justin Jefferson's an excellent player, by the way. KJ Osborne had a nice catch. Um, Eagle. Would have been an eagle. Yeah. Tough game for the Bears. Um, it, this isn't the reason Nagy was moved on from, but Nagy was let go. Uh, we'll, we'll get to Black Monday in a moment. Uh, New York Giants, Joe Judge, who currently, as we are recording, still is the head coach there. I don't know how. Um, do you want to talk about the QB sneak? Bro, listen, I watched this. I was dumbfounded. Uh, Joe Judge had this offense. 
<laughs> I couldn't believe it. This offense was at its own four-yard line on first down, and they went and were like, you know what? Because we had a safety last week, we don't want to repeat the same thing twice. So we're going to do a quarterback sneak. When you had Saquon Barkley in the backfield, they went back-to-back plays, quarterback sneak to get out of the end zone. And one of those, they almost got the safety to begin with. And how many yards they gained? Maybe half a yard, one at best. Craziness. Craziness, craziness. And this wasn't even in like a tight game, close down in the stretch. This was early in the first half on your own four-yard line. The boos raining down on MetLite Stadium was crazy. Yeah, I want to say it was early in the third quarter, but still it wasn't. Ah. So he, he did it for field position, I suppose, because they didn't want to get, they didn't want to run the risk of getting a safety. So it was. Yeah. Oh, no, you're right. No, I'm sorry. It was five minutes remaining in the second quarter. It was 3 nothing Washington. It was third and nine from the four, and they Craziness. snuck it twice. So, I mean, Craziness. what the heck? And Joe Judd said they wanted to get space for the punter, which is such a loser mentality uh, for the same guy who a year ago said you want to play every single game to win. And I don't I know. Mean, I, at this point, I'd be happy if he's back next year. Joe Judge is an idiot. And, uh, and then he was the same guy that went out and called out basically – uh, Washington football team for being clowns and punching each other on the sidelines and looking like clowns out here. And he was the one that did the clown decision to do back-to-back quarterback sneak at your own four early in the first half. Crazy. Yeah. And waste, waste they dropped space. seven points. That's it. They managed to get yeah. seven points. And you get blown out at home. Mike Francesca f- had a field day. <clears throat> Terrible. I feel bad for anybody that is a, a fan of them. Um, aside from the fact you've obviously won two <laughs> Super Bowls in our lifetimes, but still, whatever. Uh, Judge is a loser. Um, uh, to note, though, to note, this is WFT's last game as the football team. At least that's what we think it is. They're unveiling the next name, which could still be WFT. Now, there's, there's, it could be the Admirals. It could be the Commanders. It could just be Washington football team. We'll see what it is, but uh, but this could be this could have been the last uh, game, and it was a big win. Ron Rivera. Yeah. yeah, good for them. The, good for the, them. Uh, especially after, you know, Judge kind of crapped all over them before the game. Yeah. Um, the Bucks, they figured out that was a kind of a get right that game. Um, you posed the question, is, is this the Bucks returning to playoff slash championship form or was the Panthers team kind of just out there going through the motions? Uh, what yeah. do you think? Uh, I think it's a little bit of both. I think they can get right because they had to get together after the whole Antonio Brown saga. And uh, God went out. So, you know, they have to get right. That's yeah, they got to sure. figure it out. But this is also the Panthers team that was at one point 3-0 and and then just absolutely dropped it at the end of the season. So Yeah. And it's a division game too. So I think the Panthers did beat them, I think. Uh, they got their butts kicked. Um, there's a chance that JPP, Shaq Barrett, and Leonard Fournette will be back on, on Sunday to play the Eagles. So oh, there's, there, there's a chance they're getting healthier. But yeah. they're still missing Brown. They're still missing Godwin. And Evans got hurt mid-game. I don't know if he's out. I, I doubt it. It'll probably be back. But uh, they're um, they are still kind of limping to the finish line here. They're not nearly as deep as they were last year. You know who else is limping at the end of the season? Your boy Carson Wentz. Come on now. <laughs> Let's just say it's a bad it's a bad time to be a duck. <laughs> or a deer in the Indianapolis area right now because the yeah, the quarterback of the football team is not playing football right now. He's going to be out there shooting some animals. So he came up small in the biggest game of his life um, outside of, you know, the, the Seattle game a couple of years ago where he was concussed, which is not his fault. Yeah. Um, and I think ultimately they probably still win that game against Seattle if he plays. But, hey, uh, they lose 26 to 11. He had 185 yards, one touchdown and interception. He was sacked six times. <laughs> By who again? Yeah. Who did they lose to? They lost to the Jacksonville Jaguars. This is not your father's Jaguars from 2017. This is your Jaguars with uh with Ryquel Armstead as the leading rusher, the former <laughs> Temple product. Um, and Dare Agunbowale with 11 carries for 30 yards and LaVisca Chenault getting 62 yards. Uh, Trevor Lawrence, good for him. Yeah, Nice to see him show some promise. I thought this was his best game. Um, the stats may not be there. But I honestly thought, because this is probably the most football I've seen, because uh, I was trying to watch as much of each game as I could. 
but this is probably the best he's looked as a pro. I don't know if you uh, you would agree sure. or disagree. Oh, yeah. His completion sure. percentage was excellent. 71% is the highest all season. Bro, that throw? When the ball was basically overthrown, thank God he's like seven foot tall. Oh, the snap, yeah. And he caught it, scrambled, and just rifles it into the end zone. I guess that's why they measure your hand size in, uh, in the combine. Because <laughs> he was able to jump up, grab it, make a little bit of a scramble play. That's that's the reason he was picked first overall. Not only the arm talent, but that his ability to make something out of nothing. And Marvin Jones with an excellent catch. That's why they signed him and not Kenny Galladay, who had zero touchdowns for the Giants this year. Um that bomb. But that's why they got him. Um, good for the Jags. The Jags had the perfect win-win situation. They win the last game of the season. They they basically play. They they do what every bad team wants to do is play spoiler against your rival. Yeah. They kept the Colts out of the playoffs, and they still got the number one pick in the draft. So, you said that dead on. But yes, the Colts win and you're in. And they came up small against the Jags. And by the way, they are winless in Jacksonville. Something down there in the water in Jacksonville. Yeah, they the Colts cannot win a game. 2014 was the last time they won there. I think they're 0-8 in the last four years. Uh, they're actually probably worse than that. Um, yeah. But thank you, Carson, for uh, playing enough football to get us a guaranteed yep. first-round pick and getting money off the books. You are yeah, a true for sure. And the Jags, look, look for them to make, make some moves this offseason. We'll see who they hire as their coach. I think yeah. Kellen Moore is probably my guess right now. I don't think or they Peterson. hire Bill. Yeah, I don't think they hire O'Brien. Uh, we'll get to the, the coaching carousel in another episode, but I think it'll be Peterson or, uh, or Kellen Moore. Yeah. All right. Um, <laughs> up next, we got uh, – oh, by the way, they still had a way to backdoor their way into the playoffs. They would have needed – I think Miami needed to lose, and then um, they needed the Raiders to win, and they needed something else to happen, but the Miami wound up beating the uh, the Patriots. Patriots. Um, so, which – ultimately leads to rape surviving and getting into the playoffs. Um, Pittsburgh won in a weird one against the Ravens. A tie would have done neither team any good. And they, uh, that was actually a pretty good game. It was low scoring as you would expect with a backup quarterback and a decrepit quarterback, but um, <laughs> it was a good game. It was fun to watch. The first of three overtimes. Yeah. By the way, I think that Huntley kid made himself some money. Oh, yeah. he played. He played really well down the stretch. In in Lamar's absence, you can almost tell Lamar wasn't. Even, you couldn't even tell Lamar wasn't there. There were games where he was. You know, he made a bunch of plays yesterday with his legs. I was very impressed by. Yeah, um, yeah, Huntley. If he's not a free agent, he'll definitely you know hope to ask for more money, or unless he's just humble, and just wants to be the backup. But uh, I think it could be a quarterback controversy in Baltimore. He played well. He understands the playbook better. Let's see what happens. Yeah, he's played really well. Um, he only made, it looks like, five starts in the pros. He was over 200 yards at three of them. Um, completion percentage in the 70s for most of those starts, uh, the only exceptions being the last two, uh, when he came in for relief of um, of Lamar on October 24th. But he, he played well down the stretch. Maybe they can do uh, what the Raiders did last night, Mariota and Carr. Yeah, I, I also, for what it's worth, I don't really like Mariota in that role. He's he's just better than that. It's kind of oh, yeah, like when the when the Eagles did it last year with Hurts. Like it, it's like it's different if you have a Taysom Hill who's got no other skills. Yeah. Or like when the Eagles brought Michael Vick back into the NFL when you you had no idea what he was, you just knew he could run. It's different when you have one of those guys. Like if the Eagles had you know, uh, or like if the Bucks for some reason had a had a running like had RG3 as a backup or something, and they, they know Tom Brady can't move at all, and that's all RG3 can do is run. That's one thing, but um, I don't really like the way Mariota's being used in uh, in Vegas. I also don't love the way they kind of screwed him in the offseason, but he'll get paid. He'll find a, a home this oh, offseason. He's, he's um, going to get paid. He's yeah. out of there. And then uh, just to round out the, uh, the important games, the 49ers, you, you put it well, earned their playoff berth. Um, with a thriller overtime win against the Rams. Um, you, man. Matt Stafford. That's they were down 17 nothing. Yeah, they blew it. Um, Stafford, <laughs> you wrote here, is Goff with a better arm. Um, so the reason I'm not scared of playing the Rams in the playoffs is Stafford will gift you an interception at some point yeah. in a big spot. And I think you've been kind of on that all season. I had him as a dark horse MVP candidate. He might be traded or moved in the offseason they might move on from after a year i've been saying this all season quietly off the air Aaron Rodgers will be in la matt stafford was a a one and done just to get rid of golf 
They're in it for now. You saw Aaron Donald's yeah. face last night? He was not happy. Even though they are both going into the playoffs, that was a game they were up 17-0, as you said. Yeah, that's a game they needed, and you thought they had it early on. I thought the game was over in the first half. You were shocked when I was like, look at the score. It's tied. <laughs> yeah, I was making dinner, and I came back into the room, and I was like, how's it 17-17? Um, I was so confused. And I did tell you a couple of times during those drives in the fourth quarter and in overtime, Matt Stafford, this is his moment to shine, to take off all the haters and all the yeah. doubters. And, man, did he stunk it up and throw an interception. It was just bad, 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 bad. Yeah, let me ask you this. You have one game to win for, uh, I don't know, the Super Bowl. And you, you can have any quarterback in the league, but the only two quarterbacks you can pick from are Stafford and Herbert. No question. Justin Herbert. Would you take Carr over Stafford also? I mean, moving forward, you kind of have to because both younger. But I mean, for one game. Yeah. Carr. All right. You want to, do you have anything else you want to talk about? You want to jump into the the weekly totals and playoffs and all that stuff? Yeah. Let's go into our totals, the abomination numbers here. So, our preseason predictions. um, So, we finished the season. This is week number 18. Uh, Oh, Jesus, this is a bad week. Bad week. (laughs) It was bad for me. So you went, it looks like, uh, six and ten in the picks this week. And then I went (laughs) ten and six, nine and five, nine and seven, I think. Nine and seven in the picks. Yeah, nine and seven. Um, We'll breeze right through the numbers for the whole season. You were 145, 126. It was 186 and 85. Uh, the trusted parlay, you were 21 and 30. It was 37 and 17. Um, overall, 166 and 156, and then 223 and 102. So um, we'll we'll switch it up for the playoffs a little bit. I finished we'll, just over 500. That's all that matters. You're a playoff team in the new format. Let's go. Um, we'll unveil our new format for the TTP on Friday. Yeah. Um, this week will be pretty standard, but next week we'll have a fun one, and then the week after that we'll have an even better one. But... Um, so we'll also jump really quickly into our playoff teams that we had in the beginning of the season. <laughs> yes. So you go. were correct about, so All we were both correct about the bills. Yeah. We were both correct about the chiefs. We yes. both had the Packers, the bucks and the, uh, Cardinals, Packers, Rams. The, yeah. So you had the Cardinals, I had the Rams, you had the Eagles, I had the Niners, um, I had the Titans and I think that's, and then you had the Cowboys. So we were actually, I think we had the same number of teams making the. We were correct about the same number of teams. Is it? I think we both had about nine correct. No. I have. Oh, I had seven four. correct. I'm sorry. <laughs> I had eight. <laughs> All right. So you had eight correct. I had seven correct. Redemption. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so you missed. Picks. Yeah. So, so you missed on the Ravens, Colts, Dolphins, and Seahawks. Dolphins almost made it. Colts almost made it. I was out on the Browns, Chargers, Ravens, Giants, and Panthers. Uh, the only team that ever really had a shot there was the Chargers. Yeah, I had two of them. I had the Colts, and uh, that's it. But Raven, Colts were eh. close. Um, Colts were, I mean, I went away. So, division winners, you were, I believe, you were 7-3 and three division winners. You had the Cards, Bucks, Packers, Cowboys, Titans, Chiefs, and Bills, correct. You were wrong about the Ravens, Colts, and Dolphins. I'm sorry, those are wildcard teams. Um Division winners, you were six and two. Uh, you swept that. You swept in the NFC. Got two wrong in the AFC. I uh, I was three and one in the NFC and three and one in the AFC, and then my wild cards were all jacked up. So I think we did a good job. Yeah, and I had the Eagles in the number in the wild card number two spot exactly, yeah, which was also one of your one of your bolds. So let's so real quick, our Super Bowl predictions in August. You had Kansas City beating Green Bay. I have Buffalo beating Green Bay. Both of those are still in play. Thankfully. Um, award predictions, MVP, you have Mahomes, I have Brady. Right now, it seems like Rodgers will probably win it, but yeah. who knows? It could be Brady. Um, defensive player of the year, we both had Aaron Donald. It'll probably be, who do you think, Michael Parsons or um Will they TJ give it Watt. to a rookie? I think they'll give it to TJ Watt. Yeah, they'll give it to he just, TJ. He just tied the sack record. Um, offensive rookie of the year, we both had quarterbacks. You had Fields, I had Trevor Lawrence. I think it'll be, it's going to be Jamar Chase, right? Jamar Chase or Waddle, but I think it's Chase. Yeah, I think it'll be Chase. Uh, defensive rookie of the year, we were right about number two, I guess, because Sertan will probably finish second. Uh, Parsons yeah. was terrific. Um, coach of the year, who do you think it'll be? 
because you have Sean McDermott. I have Matt Rule. McDermott's possible. I just don't think it'll be him. I don't think it's definitely not going to be Rule, obviously. It's going to be uh, uh, LaFleur, Green Bay. Yeah, I thought maybe him or the other uh, guy in, in Cincinnati. Or Vrabel. Uh, it should be Vrabel, honestly. He, he led that team to the number one seed without his best player. Yeah. Well, I mean, for the second half of the season. Yeah, still. I mean, they, they won a lot of games. They went on like an 18 winning streak, didn't they? Yeah. I mean, I would also give it to, like you said, Cincinnati because they actually got into the yeah. playoffs. Yeah, Zach Taylor makes a lot of sense. Honestly, um, with the job that Rich Basasha did in uh, in Vegas deserves oh, a lot yeah. of credit too. He he wasn't there for a full season, so you can't give it to him. But he was. Um, they're they're the first team to make the playoffs in like sixty years when also having a, a coaching change mid season. So yeah, they they did a lot of crazy things this year. Um, and then comeback player of the year, this one's going to be, it's a, it's really a pick at this point. Mm. Dak will probably win it. We both have Dak, but I think it should be Joe Burrow at this point. Yeah, it should be Joe Burrow. Yeah, and Wentz had a, had a case until recently. <laughs> um, a, well, we were saying he had a case because we wanted that first round. Once we did, I didn't give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly. All right. Yeah. Um, what do you want to do next? The Bolds? Yeah, let's do our Bolds real quick. Right. Um, my first one was Dallas winning the NFC East. And Clearly you also, you piggyback that with the Eagles making it as well. Yes, Eagles making it as well. You were stunned. You didn't think so. I'm like, ah, I got it. And then you had Corey Davis, I believe, a thousand yard rush. My man gets injured. He was on pace to do it until he got hurt. Yeah, he got hurt. So that's unfortunate. He would have benefited from the 17th game, though. I don't think he would have made it in 16 games. And then I missed this one by a mile, not really a mile, but I had about seven out of the eight NFC East and West teams hitting over 500. Missed that. Thank you, Giants, WFT, and I believe, who else? I think that's Seattle. 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 Seattle was seven and 10. So you were, you, I mean, I was you, there. you got what, five out of the eight. So, I mean, that's still over, over 50%. If I had said... The NFC West and AFC West probably would have been pretty close. Yeah, Denver was the only team under 500, weren't they? Um, yeah. Uh, you did hit on the Pats upsetting the Bills. I think it was Monday night. Different different circumstances from what I predicted, but it was close enough. I mean, hey, they got in the playoffs. The Pats threatened to get back to that division, so I give you that win on that one. Yeah. Uh, Jameis Winston starting all 17. That was a big bold, and he gets hurt. Yeah. He was on pace too. He was. Playing yeah, pretty well. You, you said he wouldn't get benched for play. You said he would play all 17 unless he got hurt, and he, he got hurt, so it's fine. Whatever. Nah. That one's kind of a push. Yeah. All right. We'll give it a push. And then uh, you you had this close, a COVID oh, yeah. forfeit. It was closer last year. Closer last year. We almost had one, but they shuffled games to Saturday and Tuesday mm, to yeah, make it true. happen. So, And then this one was just, you know, a crazy one by me. Couldn't uh, really – prove this but i'm sure if he went back and watched every game i'm sure he'd find one in every week the referees uh costing a game every week in the nfl uh, nfl games uh and then the yours is bill belichick retiring uh that is tbd because they're in the playoffs so but unlikely unlikely but who knows uh playoffs uh, in and out so you had two teams in the nfc making it and two dropping out. You had the Eagles and Cards making it Washington and the Rams dropping out. Uh, you were wrong only about the Rams. Um, I had the Giants and Panthers making it. I had the Saints and the Bears dropping out. I was wrong about the two in. I was right about the two out. Um, you had the Dolphins making it. I had the Chargers making it. Uh, you had the Browns falling out, and then I had the Colts falling out. We were correct about those, and then we were both wrong about the Steelers dropping out. So we were pretty close about those. Yeah. And then um, what's left? Overs and unders. This was a fun um, one. Yeah, I, I enjoyed this. Um, I had my overs were Colt over eight and a half. I think they finished with nine, I think, right on. So they finished at, I believe, nine and eight. Uh, let me pull up the standings real quick just so I can give you numbers. So you had them over eight and a half. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, they finished at nine and eight. So let's boom. go. Um, I also had the Bears. I was high on the Bears. Justin Fields, seven and a half. I think they finished with six. Six and 11. So they were just missed. Uh, and my third over was Cowboys over nine and a half. I think they finished with 11 or 12. Yep. They went 12 and five. 12 they went five. six and oh in the division too. Yeah, I believe they're the only team in the NFL that did that this year. Ooh. Yeah, they're the only team that swept their division. Kansas City and Buffalo each lost one game. 
I mean, the division was pretty putrid with the Giants in there. Yeah, I think if the Eagles would have tried to win this week, they maybe would have put up a fight. But yeah. Dallas looked like they weren't going to lose to anybody on Saturday. Yeah, right. And they needed it to get yeah, back they, on they, offense. Yeah, I don't love – the only reason I don't love kind of tanking that game is because it gives Dallas way too much confidence leading into next week. But I don't know how what the likelihood is to beat the 49ers. We'll get to that Friday. Um, your Orvers – King, uh, not as not as good. You had two uh, wrong. Not at all. Uh, well, you had the Raiders over seven. They had they so, finished with nine or ten. Start with a positive note. They finished with ten. Yeah, see, look at that. Ten and seven. So congratulations to them. See, I barely um, with my Colts, I barely made it. <laughs> um, well, you and the Panthers, uh, buddy. Rob had the Panthers over seven and a half wins. They finished, I believe, with five. Six. Ah. Five and twelve, and then Rob's division winners, the Giants. There actually seven. wasn't. I actually didn't have a third over. We'll skip that. Um, <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Giants with seven. I think they finished four and twelve. I believe. Yep, season. four and thirteen this year. One and five in the division. Their only win was against the Eagles, of course. Now we did way better on the unders. Uh, sure did. We gave it a push here. We both tied. Yep. Uh, I had Texans over four wins. They ended up the under, season with four wins. Under four, actually. So they, uh, you that was a push. They were four and thirteen. So Got that it. was a, that was your push. And then your push was the Saints finishing with under nine wins. Yep. They finished with nine as well. And they were nine and eight. And then my other two unders were Dolphins under nine and a half. They finished with nine, I believe. That was a sweat. And they, yeah. And then the Broncos, eight and a half. I think they finished with eight as well. They finished with seven. Seven, seven. And then yours, the Jets under six. They finished they with four? Yep. And then the Vikings, eight and a half. Those putrid Vikings, I think they finished with eight or seven. They finished with eight. So the even winning on Sunday didn't help or it didn't hurt me. So um, so you went, what, five, five, one, and one. I went four, two, and one. So you beat me on all those. You beat me before the season, it seems like, uh, in a landslide. Yeah. So. And then I just took a crap as the season went on. And if you if you get your Super Bowl prediction correct, I'll just hand you the entire <laughs> season as a win. All right, deal. Deal, 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 deal. All right, let's run down the uh, the Super Wild Card Weekend picks. Or, no, we're not going to pick them real quick. but uh, No, no, no. Yeah, just the schedule. So Saturday, January 15th, we have two games, both AFC games. Yeah, the Raiders have to turn around and go to, to Cincinnati. So, Derek Carr and the Raiders head to Cincinnati to take on Joe Burrow and the Bengals. That'll be on CBS. I'm sorry, that'll be on NBC. That'll be the Tariko game because uh, Al Michaels, I believe, is doing Sunday night. Uh, that same night, eight fifteen on CBS, the Pats head to Buffalo to take on the Bills. At eight fifteen on Saturday night, it will be eighteen degrees in Buffalo, New York, with a fifty percent chance of snow. So. You can expect Mac Jones to maybe not even throw the ball three times this time. <laughs> All right. Um, what do we have? Three games on Sunday. We have a triple header, two NFC, one AFC. You got the Eagles and the Bucks at 1 p.m. on Fox. Yeah. And at 425, you got the Niners and Cowboys. That's on MB. Or I'm sorry, that's on CBS. And yeah, Amazon, Amazon Prime. Prime. That's and also one. Nickelodeon. Oh, that's right. That was the Nickelodeon game. Yeah. And then uh, 815, the nightcap Steelers take on the Chiefs. Um, you could put the the women and children to bed for that one because that'll be a blowout. Um, poor Big Ben against his will has to lose his final game. Uh, and then the Monday night game because they just have to have the highest scoring game on Monday night. Cardinals and Rams on ESPN and ABC. That's an 8-15 game. That's the first ever Monday night wild card weekend game. I like all these matchups. I can't wait to talk about it on Friday in the TTPs. I have some strong opinions about these games. I have some dogs in there. I have some favorable TTPs. It's going to be fun. And yes, Rob, you are correct. It is the first Monday night or Monday uh, wildcard game in history. So pretty good. Good slate off. Speaking of Mondays, today is the dreaded Black Monday, as it usually is referred to in the NFL. The um, the first Monday after the season concludes where you know a lot of coaches are relieved of their, their duties. Oh, yeah, um, so for sure. So the first one that came out was actually yesterday. Vic Fangio was uh, was let go by the Broncos. This one was kind of surprising, but I mean they they kind of stunk the last few years. But he's he's a weird one because he's a good coordinator. Yeah, uh, maybe maybe he should never be a head coach though. Uh, he'll let, he'll land on his feet for sure. I think he'll be the prime candidate to go take over anywhere that a team loses its coordinator. 
which um, I think will probably be Dallas. I think Dan Quinn. I wouldn't be shocked if he and Dan Quinn switch roles. If the Broncos hire Quinn and the Cowboys hire Vic Fangio. I wouldn't be mad at that. No. I, well, I would be mad at that because he's a great coordinator, just a horrible head coach. But and we don't want oh, the yeah. Cowboys to have a great head coach or great uh, coordinator. Um, is he so better? Bears, than, is he better than Quinn though? Yes. Oh, yeah. He was the coordinator when the when the Bears had like the craziest defense of all time five years ago, or whatever it was three years ago, four years ago. Even Michael Parsons, good grief. True. Um, so the Bears let go of Nagy. This one was kind of inevitable. No surprise. Um, yeah, I'm I'm interested to see what they do if they want to go the younger route. Maybe get a enemy or a. Uh, Kellen Moore, or if they're just going to get another retread. They're, they're thinking uh, from Rex Ryan earlier on uh, Get Up Today, he's campaigning for Jim Harbaugh. I, that's the first call they said. That I, don't think it, I don't think that wouldn't make sense. Yeah. Um, Who knows? Uh, the Dolphins let go of Brian Flores. This one was uh, kind of surprising to me. He just went, he had a couple of good seasons. They, almost, they just missed the playoffs last year, and then they had a seven game winning streak this year. They're going to regret um, that fire. I agree. Yeah, the owner nixed the uh, the Jim Harbaugh rumors. That, that doesn't mean you. teams aren't calling him though. That tells that tells me that they're in talks. They yeah. just didn't want to do it right away. The man just got lost his job. Now you're already talking about his replacement, basically. Absolutely. That's I don't think I don't think they would have released Flores had they not already had somebody lined up. Yeah. That that one will probably be the first job that gets filled because it's one of the most desirable position. Dolphins are the closest thing to a contender among these teams. Broncos maybe if they get Rodgers, but good Dolphins are the best team here. Yeah. And then this one kind of surprised me, but I guess it does. It's it makes sense. The Vikings let go of Mike Zimmer. Um, he, yeah. aside from the 2017 mm-hmm. NFC title appearance, has been kind of underwhelming there. He is another guy that is a decent coordinator, but not a great head coach. <clears throat> he, I wonder. Cousin should go. I wouldn't be surprised if he ends up be, <clears throat> being a head coach elsewhere. Elsewhere, though. Uh, I think he can uh, take it like a year off. Yeah. I don't think he's not really good for TV. I don't think he has that personality for TV, but you never know. You've seen, you know, worst out there, but take a year off or just be a coordinator. You know, I think he was primarily offense. I think he was a defensive coordinator uh, for defense. the Cowboys. He was an Eagle at one point, right? Zimmer. I, I, I have actually no idea. All right. Well, someone could fact check that for us. Uh, but yeah, Mike Zimmer, either take a year off, you know, you were in Minnesota. So I would take two years off. You know, there's life outside of Minnesota, and then uh, be a coordinator. I don't see him going to college. I think he, more NFL, but that didn't surprise me. That yeah. team, you know how I feel about the Vikings. Yeah, I think they'll hire somebody we've never heard of. Mm. And I mean, we're gonna get we're gonna skip ahead, but uh, they did also fire their GM as well. So it's a whole regime. Yep. So I think yeah. Kirk Cousins, his days are numbered. They're going to hire a quarterback. They very well could be. I think Kirk is a free agent this offseason anyway. Oh, yeah. I um I have a couple of rumors that I just saw on Twitter that we'll get to in a moment for the GMs. Okay. But uh, you want to read off some of these uh, these hot seat, potentially uh, yes. job losing people things? Yes, these lukewarm to hot seat. Uh, first one, Giants, Joe Judge. That man is on a steaming hot. I don't think he's even yeah. sitting. I think he's hovering yeah. over the seat. He's he's just sitting on a furnace. <laughs> uh, this one surprised me. Uh, David Cully of the Texans. Uh, there was report that J- uh, Jake Glazer. So if Glazer has it out there, he's usually that, pretty dead on. Is reporting that the Texas Texans brass are expecting to fire Cully. It's a one and done uh, project out there. He's he was I think kind of a, stupid because. He was a stopgap regardless. I thought they played pretty well. They were competitive. They played pretty well. They played yeah. pretty well. Um, they should have gave him a chance, but looks like he's going to yeah. be axed. Pete Carroll, we talked. I talked about it. A, I think a week or two ago. Yeah. About you know changing the regime, Wilson out, DK out, Carroll out. Um, he says himself that he expects to return next season as the coach of the Seattle Seahawks. I think they would have let him go today. I'd given him a head start on finding a new job if they really want to let him go. Cause I think that's one of those situations where you have so much respect for the coach that you would, you would do it now and then give him a chance to go find another job elsewhere instead of maybe waiting and having meetings and all this nonsense. I can't believe it was in 15 years. He's the, I think aside from Belichick, he's been uh, the longest tenure coach in the NFL. With one team. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Longest tenure with one team. I think the next, I think uh, I th- Andy Reid's up there. I think Andy's been around actually longer than Bill. Um, 
All right, next one. Uh, Sean Payton has been. This one surprised me. Yes, because I saw also that Sean Payton can get a call for the Bears job and another job as well. I think it was the Miami Dolphins as well. And Denver, I like that I fit. Uh, I like that fit also. He just he. I think his whole thing is he will always need a quarterback. He'll never win with that in spite of not having a quarterback. But, but he's one of the better ones with a good quarterback because you saw what he did with Breeze for 15 years. Yeah. Uh, the next one, Frank Wright. I put this in there because of the underachieving yeah. for the Colts and the recent absolute abomination that just happened. I think if they got rid of him, they would be making a mistake. Oh, yeah. Because he would mistake. get scooped up by any of these other teams in a, in a nanosecond. I don't think I, the Colts falling apart is his fault. Um, I think... Ironically, he is now tied with Carson Wentz, synonymously. Yeah, uh, for what he'll it's worth, go, he'll go as far as Carson Wentz goes. Yeah, for what it's worth, they actually dropped a couple in the win column this year, and the Eagles went up. So I wonder if that's tied to Wentz. Yeah. Uh, another one uh, we mentioned, uh, Matt Rule of the Panthers. Yeah, that's he, possibilities. He's expected to stay, though. I think he gets one more year to figure it out. Yeah. If they don't improve next year and at least come close to a playoff berth, I think they pull the plug. It, it's interesting. I don't think he would have turned down the USC job had he known you know, if he didn't know that he was staying because he got he turned down 134 million, I believe, from USC. And then they, it's crazy. They actually interviewed. They wanted him and then Lincoln Riley, and Damn. they didn't just go straight to Lincoln Riley. But uh, Matt Rule turned out a lot of money to go to USC. He wants to win in the NFL. I think go. he'll also, if he gets, I, I think what the He's most likely scenario, yeah, you know what sucks for him though? It sucks for us anyway, because I like him, is I think he gets sacked next year and Judge gets sacked next year and he ends up with the Giants. Oh, Jesus Christ. That sucks because I like Joe, um, what's his name? Matt Rule. Rule. He actually was, uh, I believe, a linebacker coach with the Giants back in the day. He oh, bounced around a little bit. He was at Penn State, then he was with um, um, the Giants, and he went to Temple, then he went to Baylor, and now he's in the NFL. Tri-state area boy. Yeah. And then the last one, uh excuse me. Uh Rick Basashia, the interim head coach of the Las Vegas Raiders. This one is a, a toss-up. I have no idea. I'll be honest with you. If they let him go, I think that's a mistake. Oh, yeah. You speak you're preaching to the choir. I am on that yeah. train with you. There, there's a rumor that one of the guys for Washington could get hired for the Raiders. Um, I forget the name. But one of the coaches for Washington accidentally changed his profile picture on Twitter. Oh, shit. And um, I got to find out the guy's name. I like uh, Rick Bishasha. I didn't turn that it, entire franchise around, despite of the whole things that we mentioned on the top of the episode yeah. with Gruden and Ruggs. We expected them to take a nosedive. They stayed right on course. Hit 10 wins. It, and then to the moon with 10 wins and an overtime thriller last night. And you need to have a coach that is a guy that commands respect if you're going to do that. It's not like they did it in spite of the fact that they had this guy as the coach. Yeah. I um, think he deserves another year. Oh, yeah, for sure. But you, you can't know. just demote him back to special teams and then hire a new coach and go right over his head. If you if he's not going to be your head coach, you got to let him go. And I don't think they want to do that. But the, here's the thing. I don't see him as a head coach anywhere else. Like I don't see him. No. You're you know, probably right. Winning. I mean, he's probably a fantastic coach and whatnot, but I don't see him winning elsewhere. No. He's good right where he is. And if he's demoted, he's demoted. But I would demote, get demoted, but give me that pay raise because I think this seems the playoffs. And imagine they get a win in Cincy. Oh, if, if they win a game in the playoffs, then he stays. If they lose, then they can maybe say, oh, well, you know, we, we kind of expect to make the playoffs and we didn't really overachieve at all. I think it's time to find somebody else. Nonsense. There's nobody else out there is the problem. Unless one of these teams is going to hire Flores. I think the Broncos and Bears should consider it because they are very defensive-minded teams. They should be more uh, coaches of color, too. This is ridiculous. Yeah. Brian Flores should have not been let go. This is I think, I think honestly, if the Dolphins let go of Flores, that either means that, A, they, uh, they have a, a replacement lined up, or, B, they would prefer to have an offensive coach because they have such a yeah. young quarterback that is right now entering the most pivotal year of a career, which is the third year. With his boy Waddle. Yeah. From, from college. So so. They probably want a quarterback whisperer, which I don't know how many of them are out there. Or they just tap into the, the college ranks. Yeah, which makes me think maybe Doug, but I don't think Doug has been tied to the Dolphins at all. Mm. 
I expect more Jacksonville at that point. Or, or Kellen Moore. Kellen Moore for the Dolphins would make a little bit of sense. Yeah. They're, it's um, all the same names being cycled around. So, I mean, who knows? All right. Uh, GM firings. As of the recording right now, it's almost game time for the national championship game. Uh, only two firings of GMs tied to their coaches, respective coaches, Matt Nagy and Mike Zimmer. So the Bears and Vikings released also GMs Ryan Pace and Vikings Rick Spielman. And also uh, Dave Gettleman retired from the Giants. Yes. So Yes, he retired. So he wasn't the Broncos, fired, but... uh, the Broncos have requested an interview with the Lions defensive coordinator Aaron Glenn's. Aaron Glenn for their new head coaching job. And um, he actually worked with Dan Campbell in New Orleans. So just an interesting name to keep out. And then the Giants have requested to interview um, the director of player personnel for the Chiefs to be the new general manager. Uh, When in doubt, just hire somebody that has either met or worked for Andy Reid or Bill Belichick. Yeah, right. The tree that just keeps on growing. The the tree that keeps growing. Yeah, Andy's tree is gonna get bigger this offseason if the enemy gets a job too i hope he gets a job unless he wants to stay content in kansas city and take over after andy did yeah by all means but don't tell me he applied interviewed and doesn't get hired by a single team yeah there's definitely some uh some low-key racism out there then do you think a great um, coach off the top of your head do you think at this time next year we're talking about anybody else who do you think is the are the guys we're talking about on Black Monday 2023, aside from Joe Judge? <laughs> Any other coaches? Pete Carroll. If he, I think, yeah, he, he could be one of the guys. Pete Carroll for sure. Frank Wright, if they regress. Yeah. He's out there. Um, And the I third think, one. So there's, third one. Let me think. there's a random void that I think could come about next year. Oh, one last one. Harbaugh, yeah. Ravens, if they regress. I think he's got pretty good job departure. security, but they need a uh, they need to figure it out. I think Kingsbury is enamored by a college job. I would not be surprised if he leaves the Cardinals next year. You have never been a Kingsbury guy. I don't mind him, but the fact that he would not dismiss the Oklahoma rumors concerns me, yeah. and it should concern Cardinals fans, because you get paid a lot more in college. As you can tell, Matt Rule made $72 million in the NFL. He got offered 130 dollars to USC. Um, think of all the money these guys got. Harbaugh, Jim Harbaugh got a lot of money to go to Michigan that he wasn't getting in San Francisco. So, I don't know. Yeah, that's something to keep an eye out. I wouldn't mind yeah. that. I would be a shocker for sure. Yeah, it'll take a colossal demise for Sean Payton to be let go from the, uh, the Saints. And then the other name that I thought of that I just forgot, uh, Kyle Shanahan. I think if they missed the playoffs this year and then missed it next year, he'd be going because I think he's under 500 for his career. And mm. people, people talk about him like he's the next coming of, you know, Bill Walsh, but he's not. Sean McVay. He's got as much job security as anybody. That's underachieving at best right there, brother. Well, if they win a playoff game, I think he's fine. <laughs> I don't, I don't <laughs> think they're letting him. Playoff win. They they're got, not they're letting thinking him. Super Bowl. That's what they're, they're not. They're not letting him go anytime soon. Mm, I don't know. I don't know. It'll be a colossal, a colossal mess. Corkmaz is uh, starting at point guard tonight. Oh, dear God, help us all. Yeah. Are you um, going to jump into some TTP for the national championship game before we head out of here? Yes, sir. Let me. Uh, we are right in. on schedule, too. Let me log in. First time, right? <laughs> yeah. So tonight, the, uh, the Alabama Crimson Tide and the Georgia Bulldogs in a rematch of the SEC title game where Alabama kind of wiped the floor with Georgia. They are playing at, I believe, Lucas Oil in, oh, um, in Indy. So we get to look at the disgusting turf. Um, Bama, <laughs> once again, is are they are dogs. So the, the Bulldogs are minus three, over 153. Bama has won the last four times they've been dogs, which is like four times the last like 14 years, basically. Jesus Christ. Um, and they beat, uh, they beat Georgia a couple weeks ago in spite of being underdogs. So Saban is uh, historically one of the best big game coaches in college football history. Bama has kind of monopolized the college football playoff. They've been in it every year. They're the only team that can say that. Craziness. Who do you – so we talked about it the other night. Do you still think Georgia wins? Yes, I'm sticking with my picks. It's already out there. It's already out there. I still have have Bama by two touchdowns. 
Yes, you have Bama 34-20. I have Bulldogs 31-27. And then, so still 14. And then our boy, Fireman Joe, weighed in. He has it 2017 Bulldogs. So we're kind of all over the place. How do you feel about that? Your boy went with the Bulldogs. Uh, So I understand it because I think if Bama wins, it'll be a blowout. If Georgia wins, Georgia's not going to blow out Alabama. Georgia will have to win a white knuckler. They'll have to win by, you know, they'll have to squeak by. Yeah, they'll have to get in and either win late or stop them late, win by less than a possession, less than a full possession, so less than seven. All right. Or I guess less than eight. Okay. So before the sh- before the show, Rob and I teamed up and put a parlay together for you guys, even though by the time you listen to this, it's already over. So yeah. either we, you know, won or not, but we'll see. Uh, we had Bama, underdogs, money line, Brian Robinson Jr., touchdown, and over 63 and a half rushing. Brock Bowers getting an anytime touchdown. And then Stenson ben- Bennett, over 247 and a half yards r- passing for a grand total of an odds of 1,345. So that's a good winning. If you're putting 10 bucks on that, $144. Hopefully, someone won some money tonight. Hopefully. And then uh, last one. Brian Robinson Jr., anytime touchdown. Brock, ba- Brock Bowers, anytime touchdown. Stenson over 47. Robinson over 63 and a half. Basically the same thing. Just add yeah. in Jamison Williams with an anytime touchdown. Plus 114 yards receiving. Smash the over. And then Slate Bolden, sleepy one, sneaky one, over 42 and a half receiving. That odd is over 7,400. In the last 64 minutes, Alabama has actually gone up 10 bucks on the money line. They were at 657. Oh I got them at plus 120. They're now plus 130. Oh, sweet Jesus. This could be a route, and we're just, like, walking right into it. Well, could be. Rob, this was fun. A quick little emergency NFL-heavy podcast, but week 18 was crazy. It was. The overtime I, game was amazing. This is our first um, – emergency or our first episode of the emergency variety so i um i thought we did a good job on short notice first time we've ever stayed on schedule yeah right um the uh i guess before we jump into it the sixers play the rockets tonight who do you like who do you like that one um Jimmy like Embiid, double double plus the money line Bucket. it's a uh, sixers minus nine and a half um the starters have been announced it's going to be a beat harris I just lost it. It just closed on me. Embiid, um, Casper, Corkmaz. Yeah. I believe Curry's out there and Thibel. What is Andrew Luck doing holding a microphone on the sideline? That's weird. Oh, my um, God. It's going to be Corkmaz, Green, Thibel, Casper the Friendly <laughs> Ghost, and Embiid. It's Luck uh, announcing that he'll return as, as their savior at yeah. the Colts. Rockets are going with Porter Jr., Green, Tate, Tice, and Wood. So two guys on my fantasy team. Oh, there you go. Nice. Uh, Rockets probably win. Oh, and uh, but I'd be remiss if you haven't seen the game yet that we've talked about the Raiders and Chargers, the last fourth quarter in overtime. The NFL Network or NFL on YouTube, they posted the entire hour and 10 minutes in its entirety on YouTube for free to watch. Go watch it or go relive oh, wow. that drama. It's out there on YouTube. Chargers versus Raider from last night's overtime thriller. It'll get your heart racing. Did not know that. Yep, it's out there. Well, Rob, I think it's time. Send us off, sir. Well, we'll be back in only a few days. Um, but we'll be back, what, uh, Wednesday, I suppose, right? Wednesday night, yes. So we'll be back. Um We'll be half awake. Yeah, we'll, <laughs> we'll do our thing, and um, we'll kind of touch on a little bit more regarding Week 18, and we'll we'll kind of lay the groundwork for Friday's episode where we jump into all of the playoff games. We are also going to touch a little bit on Clay Thompson's return, which yes. we did not do today, and see what that kind of does for the landscape of the NBA. And John um, Moran's block, bro. Yeah, that was pretty wicked. <laughs> um, 
and our W's and L's. Yeah, we'll have some W's and L's and we'll do a top five list as well. So any last words? Ah, man. Uh, this was fun. Hopefully, go Bulldogs. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. We'll see you Wednesday night or Thursday when you listen to this. Yeah. Adios. See you later.